Now, now shall, shall I tell, tell of things, things that change? New being, new being out of old. Since, Since you, you, O gods, o gods, o gods, o gods created, mutable mutables, created mutable created arts, arts, created and mutable arts and gifts. Arts and gifts. Give me the voice. The voice. The voice. Give me the voice. The voice to tell the shifting. The shifting. The shifting story of the world. In ancient Rome, there was one god that stood above all others. One god who was invoked in almost every ritual, almost every activity from business to war to peace to marriage. This god was always present at the beginning and at the end. It wasn't Zeus or any of the other gods. It was a, an older god, a, a primordial god, as some would say. Many considered him to be the first of the gods. And his name was Giannis. Not much is known about the origins of Giannis. It's even difficult to parse where his name comes from. But in Rome, Janus was all important. At the beginning of any major undertaking, Janus was the god who was invoked and sacrificed to. At the ending, of any major undertaking, so too, Janus was recognized. Janus was the god of beginnings and endings, the god of childbirth, of marriage, of the sun and the moon, of doorways and hallways, passages from one moment to the other. Janus is one of many of my favorite gods, uh, I have a particular fondness for the transitional or liminal gods, the gods that walk the boundaries or cross over from one plane to another. Hermes, Hecate, Terminus, Janus. For some reason, these are gods that resonate with me. Janus was also the god of the new year. That time when we remember what's happened and look forward to what's coming. And suitably so, because of his association with doorways and passages and transitions, Janus had two faces, a front and a back. Moving forward, looking back. And at this time of the year, I think of Janus. I think about what's come before. I think about what's coming next. Over time, 
I've developed, for lack of a better word, a ritual that I perform every year on New Year's Day. And I thought it might be interesting to share it with all of you. Like anything, I believe that you should make something your own. So I'm going to give you my version of this ritual. It's based on things I've read, based on things I've studied, based on things I've just made up. But by all means, you should, if you're interested, you should find a way to tailor it and customize it and make it your own. While I might invoke Giannis in this ritual, don't be afraid to tailor it to your own god or gods. Again, I think these things should be handmade. I think they should be personal. And I would encourage you to do the same. Now, you're going to need a few things for this ritual. Well, need. You don't need them. You could literally just do this ritual with a pen and a piece of paper. But if you want to dress it up a little bit, like I do, there are some things you can add to the list. So in addition to a pen and a piece of paper, get a small bowl or a plate. Even a saucer would work. If you have some olive oil on hand, that's not bad. You're going to want some matches. There is fire involved in this ritual. And then a second dish or saucer. And then if you have access to incense, it would be good to burn some incense during the ritual. Um, for this kind of a ritual, I would recommend frankincense. Um, it's sacred to many of the liminal transitional gods. It's a a good incense for protection and purification. If you don't have that on hand, uh, try rosemary. You probably have rosemary in your spice cabinet, or it might even be out growing in your yard. And if you want to really drive the point home, um, get a candle or two. If you can get a black candle and a white candle, by all means, do it. Otherwise, any old candle will work. Again, the ritual isn't about the ingredients. It's about the attention and care that you bring to it. So, here is my ritual for the new year. And it's an invocation of the god Giannis. I take a pen and a piece of paper and I go and I find a place, a quiet place, where I can be alone for a while. And I write out everything that happened in the previous year. All of the bad things, all of the sorrows and frustrations. I try to get it all out on paper. And again, use a pen and paper. This isn't a task for a computer. You want a piece of paper or multiple pieces of paper at the end of this. You want an artifact. And you're going to put everything on there. You can be as specific as you want to be, or you can be as general as you want to be. But write down all of the things that weighed you down in the past year. It can be everything from politics, to relationships, to finances, to employment, to family, 
Whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever it is that plagued you, whatever it is that kept you up at night, whatever it is that fills your mind with worry about the future. Write all of those things down. And then, when you're done, draw a line across the paper, a, a boundary, a terminus. And then, write down all of the things that you hope for in the coming year. All of the things you want to see happen. All of the things that you would dream of. The, the best possible situations, the, the most blessings that you can imagine. Everything from winning the lottery to meeting the man or the woman or whomever of your dreams. Your dream job. Uh, healing from illness. Prosperity for the people you love. Peace for the country. Write down all of the good that you hope for and pray for. And as you're writing these two things, the bad and the good, you can format them however you want. They can be a list. They can be a narrative. They can be a letter to your God. Doesn't matter as long as you write them all down. And when you've got that completed, at the end of it, write a small prayer in your own words, not mine. Ask your God in your own words to wipe away all of the bad that's happened and to bring all of the good into fruition. Sign your name. Fold up the paper as though you were folding up a letter and set it to one side. Now, take the small saucer and pour a little bit of the olive oil in it. Dip your fingers into it and it's your middle fingers, the two in the middle. Dip them into the olive oil and rub them between your hands. Rub them hard. Generate some heat. Once you've done that, take your candle and light it. If you have two candles, light them both, dark and light together at the same time. And we're going to let those burn down. You're not going to blow them out. You're going to let them burn until they're gone. When your candles are lit, if you have incense, light your incense. If you don't have incense, take the rosemary and crush it between your hands, and like the olive oil, rub it until you can feel it and smell it on your hands. So you've got your paper folded up, you've got your candles burning. Between the two candles, place the bowl, and it needs to be big enough to hold your paper. Light each corner of the paper, left and right, don't burn your fingers, from the light candle and the dark candle, and hold it up over the bowl and let it burn. Make sure to catch the ashes in the bowl. 
and as it burns, pray to your God. You can do it silently or you can do it out loud. But pray to your God and offer up all of these cares and all of these hopes and put them into your God's hands. And let the paper burn until it is completely consumed by the fire. Drop it into the bowl before you burn your fingers, obviously. But let it burn. And eventually you'll end up with ash. Leave it all there. Let the candles burn down to nothing. They are dissipating all of those cares and all of those hopes. Remember to thank your God for all that you've been given, for all that you have endured. And let the candles burn until they're gone. You can go off and do something else. And once the candles are done burning, take the ashes out and cast them into the wind, away from you, away from your property. And then they're gone. And your ritual is done. Now, you can do this alone, or you can do this with your significant other or other people in your household, or even a group of friends. All of you go off to a quiet place on the 1st of January and make your writings, and then come together and burn them together, and then cast the ashes away together. And remember, as you do all of that, keep your God in mind. Be grateful that they have their hand on you. Ask for their direction and their blessing and their protection. And then you're ready to start your new year. I hope it's a good one. I hope it's a good one for you and for me and for everyone I know. There is a lot of bad to let go of in this past year. A lot of misfortune, a lot of evil in the world, a lot of suffering and heartache. But there is so much good on the horizon. There is so much to look forward to in the coming year. There is so much waiting for us. And I look forward to seeing all of it. And I look forward to being with all of you in the coming year. Okay, that's enough for now. As always, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and may your gods bless you. I'll talk to you soon.
Find Your Gods is written, performed, and produced by T.M. Camp. So, now you know who to blame. The contents of this episode are copyright T.M. Camp, and the music in this episode is created by and copyright The 10,000 Things. If you would like to hear more of their music, you can download their work on Bandcamp by searching The 10,000 Things. If you'd like to know more about Find Your Gods, you can find us online at findyourgods.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash findyourgods, as well as twitter.com slash findyourgods, and we're also on Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, SoundCloud, and wherever fine mythologies are sold.